three, two, one, go. Do 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 why why are you singing me the sense and sensibility music, Sam? Because John, my name is Sam. My name is John. So, so we, we talk about persuasion. Talk about persuasion. So we watch persuasion. So we were persuaded to watch persuasion. I was persuaded to watch persuasion. Mm, persuasion yeah. versus Which persuasion. Which is why I did the sense and sensibility music. Yeah. Because um, any of the persuasion adaptations <laughs> have no good music. So um, that's you know no. that I can recreate. So we watched I had an idea. Yeah. And I was happy to oblige. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, you turned around to me one morning and you said, John, I found the 1995... Five. Yeah, the 1995 version of Persuasion on YouTube. Yeah, and by the way, I have got a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think it was a VHS, though, so I should probably go out <laughs> and buy it again. But, but anyway, yeah. um, so one morning before work, I watched most of Persuasion, the 1995 version. Yeah, the good version. And then you told me that they been a Netflix adaptation. Yep. Um, that has which we been critically panned. Hadn't heard great things about. By yeah. myself. By you. Um, and everybody else. And I thought, well, there's more than one version, so why don't we watch them all? And then we, so, so, so what we did is we watched the 1995 version, then the 2022 Netflix yeah, version. Yeah, and we didn't watch the 2007 version. I just showed you highlights. And I, of it. I couldn't find. We couldn't find. No, I have that on DVD somewhere as well. It. It's it's not that great. Everyone, if people who are Jane Austen people like myself. Yeah. They all like the 2000, I think it's 2007 version with whatever her name is. What is her name? Oh, look it up. Let's look it up quickly because we can always cut this out so it sounds like you know what we're talking about. Well, I don't, I never know what people's names are. That's fine, but we've got the beauty of being able to fix it afterwards. <laughs> Let me get all the persuasions up because what's that lady's name in the 1995 one? It's something Scott. It's something. Louisa May Alcott. No. The man famous for writing. It was 2007. Why can I remember the dates but not the person <laughs> who's in it? Uh, Sally Hawkins is Anne Elliot in the 2007 one, where okay. she runs around at the end stupidly. For There's a lot of running years. around in Bath at the end of that one, yeah. Um, so I watched that, that was like the highlight reel. Yeah, that's the best bit of it because it's so ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. fine, but there, and there's a silly kiss at the end that goes on way too long and it's awkward. Oh, it does, yeah. Um, but So we didn't watch that one and I was fine not to watch it because frankly, I don't think it's that good. Lots not, of people think it's not great. A fan. I'm not a fan. I like the 1995 okay. one where she doesn't talk very much because yeah. it's all like... She's overwhelmed. We'll get into it. We'll so, get into it. It was obviously written by Jane Austen. Persuasion is a book if we by didn't Jane say Austen. That. <laughs> um, you mentioned that Jane Austen people like the 2007 version the best. Uh, that's that's from reviews I've got. I've watched some reviews of the 2022 one yeah. by people who clearly like. They're very much into mm-hmm. Jane Austen, mm-hmm. or they might just be into sort of period dramas, yeah. you know, and things like Bridgerton as well, which is a weird. I don't know, almost a sci-fi fantasy at this point. It's a sort of alt, alt history, <laughs> yeah, it's alt like history period drama. A parallel history type thing. Yeah. Amanda Root is the 1995 lady. Amanda Root. Yeah. Good name. I, I don't care about the 2007 one, and obviously part of this will be because I grew up with the 1995 Oh one. yeah, yeah, of course. But I am not against good modern versions of things. Like the yeah. 20. 21 Emma was it 2021 or 2020 yeah. the one with 
um, the Vavitch actress Anya yeah, Taylor-Joy um, Anna, Ta- Anna Taylor-Joy yeah Anya is it Anya? Anya Taylor-Joy okay well yeah that I really like that version of Emma I don't like the nosebleed scene that's controversial for everybody some people like that and some people don't right. I don't understand why she had to have a nosebleed at the most romantic part of that film oh because it's an anime adaptation yeah um, so I wasn't a fan of that but other than that I thought it was good and I liked the and I like to to be clear, my yeah. favourite version of Emma before that was the one with Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Um, okay. from the early two thousands. Yeah. And there's been lots of adaptations. So actually <laughs> Emma is one of the few versions where ap- apart from one version, mm. I've preferred the newer versions of it. Okay. So every time there's been a new version, I've preferred it, except for there's like a I think it's another ITV one. Basically, if ITV do something, it's going to be a bit shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm rambling because I like period dramas. What the upshot is? And I like reading the books. Sam, <laughs> Sam likes period dramas, and she likes Jane Austen novels. I like Jane Austen. Um, I like a classical novel. I've always liked Jane Austen novels. Persuasion is one of my faves. Yeah. So do you want to give me the broad strokes of persuasion? Yeah, but I'm just going to put my phone off of vibrate because we're going to keep getting yeah. vibrations. So persuasion was her last complete was Jane Austen's last completed novel like she had there's Sanderton which she had started writing and there was also another one I was reading about that she had started and not finished there's various ones that she had but this was she had started and I Mm. think actually she started Sanderton or the other one before writing Persuasion and then wrote Persuasion instead. So she's a busy girl she likes to have a, a number of pots on the stage yeah. at any one point. Well, I think I think probably like I don't know. I, don't, I haven't written anything, but I feel like with a lot of authors and probably just artists and creative people, you'll start something. You go, ah, it's not working. And yeah, you'll start yeah, else. and then you might come back to it later if you get a bit of yeah. It's definitely inspiration. More, she was this was she died before it was published. Mm-hmm. So she died in eighteen sixteen. She died quite young, didn't she? She died at the age of forty one. Um, yeah, which I did have to check. I knew she was in a. 40s I couldn't remember um but she wrote let me just double check the okay the dates on this but I think she died in 1816 and it was published in 1817 but the date on the first publication is 1818 yeah I believe I don't know why that is but it was 1817 oh no she died in 1817 and and it was just it was posthumously post together with North uh post published together with Northanger Abbey, in 1817, but they gave it the 1818 date. I'm assuming it was right at the end of 1817. Mm, okay. um, so, yeah, so it's it's her last novel. Northanger Abbey was a much earlier novel that was never published. I think it might have been her first one. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Um, it... <laughs> I was always put off read. I, I never. I was not that interested in Jane Austen no. books. And then I think I, I must have just gone on a list of like Jane Austen novels, and I, I think a lot of them are out of copyright now. Are they? Well, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, because I, I remember reading it on my Kindle, and I didn't pay for a lot of books on my Kindle. <laughs> um, and I started trying to read it, and I thought, God, this is dull. And it turns out that it was Northanger Abbey. And out of all the ones you could have written to be fair and it's like her first one which was never published so it's kind of like a dry run yeah. and it was just like well great. she went so that was the other thing that happened so she went back to Northanger Abbey to, to look over it I believe so that it could be published <laughs> but she didn't make it any more interesting Sam I don't think I don't like Northanger Abbey particularly it's just a bit dry isn't it it's not because of that I just don't like the story it's like 
she thinks that the guy might have murdered his wife, so it's kind of more gothic-y in yeah, tone, okay. and I don't care about... Like, it's a bit it's not, more, like, dramatic. Yeah, it's not what I like Jane Austen for. Like, it's not... So, my my complaint, historically, with Jane Austen novels, not just Jane Austen novels, but novels like Jane Austen novels, mm. was, and I'm told this, I, I don't remember actually ever saying it, but it was, it was just a lot of people standing around talking. Just think of all the books you've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the only way you can actually get dialogue in a book it's is just if by them people, people are standing around thinking and... about stuff. No, I know. Or but... standing around and talking. So I th- it's what such I, a what... bad criticism to it's me. It's not, because there's not there's not actually anything... That, I know there's not. There's not not anything happening. But, but it, that's literally... Just because no one's it. kicking anybody doesn't mean... They don't have to be <laughs> kicking them. But they're not going anywhere. They might go to bath. They go to bath. They go to bath. It's, she was a middle... <laughs> she... You know the, the term "write what you know." Yeah, she she wrote what she, she knew. She wrote what she knew about. She was a middle class lady who went to Bath. Yeah, and she well, she was from Steventon or Steve. I don't know if it was Stevenage actually. That she was born in like oh, poor girl somewhere around there. I feel really bad for her. She's from um, Steventon, Hampshire. Okay, so somewhere nice then. She was from Hampshire, yeah. and then she was in. Uh, she went to like London and she went to Bath and she went to Southampton. She, was... she went around those places. So she was a society girl, wasn't she? Was she not? <sighs> she was reasonably yeah, well to do. She was a she was one of eight children, two girls. Cassandra was her sister. They were like the people that she, they were really close. Yeah. So all the reason we don't have a lot of information on Jane Austen is because when she died, her sister like cut up loads of letters and burnt them and stuff because she didn't want like from Jane from Jane Austen yeah because she didn't want people to know about her like it was like the mystique she didn't want it to be oh look at her the scan like there's lots of things about whether she uh, she got engaged and then called it off like the day after and she was okay, meant to okay. have maybe fallen in love with a guy and then he died and there's all these like little things that they think happened but right. there's very little evidence about her and there's only that you only ever see that one portrait of her yeah, because there isn't any. Gallery. Like that's it. Like, yeah. and that's interesting. It, it, she's not. That she's one not, of her sisters, wasn't it? That little. I think it was well, her only sister. Because oh, sorry, yeah. One of her siblings. <laughs> siblings, is not one. Um, but it was her sister. I think so. Yeah, but it's it's she's not an Agatha Christie. She's not. Oh, I'm going to go missing for seven <laughs> days and you, no one no. will find me. You see what? Like right, but in, a, in an Agatha Christie novel, <laughs> yes, it's people standing around talking yeah. about it, but they're talking about something. Exciting and interesting. You love me. a slice of life film or a slice yeah, of life. Yeah, but I think I, I'm quite happy to be shown stuff like that. Right. I don't want to try and imagine it. I, I think you, or I can't not, imagine it. And I struggle with it. It's not going to be for everybody, right? They're, no, like with everything. The thing that the thing that turned me back onto it after being a teenage boy, yeah, and a man in his early twenties, was when I found out that she's basically just like making fun of it, a lot of stuff. Not all the time. It's not even making fun of it. But it's, it's like it's like a commentary of. Yeah, yeah. So it's so you know she was. It's kind of like a. It's not quite a sideways look at it, but it's sort of. Yeah. It does show society in a light that isn't always positive. Yeah, and and and, and so she shows the the nice things about it and the, the bad things another about thing it. Another thing that's important is that she always gave. She gave her characters the endings that she didn't get. Right, like, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, people that can makes... criticise that. Oh, it was just getting married and stuff. But there's so much more to that in that time period. Like, 
if you didn't get married as a woman, unless you were super, super wealthy, mm. like you then mm. relied on other people to help you because you didn't inherit property. You yeah, didn't exactly. inherit anything unless it was specifically like you might have, you might have inherited, you probably would have inherited like some form of allowance. Yeah, you might have got something. But that, that's really for people who are more wealthy. And I, I think yeah, I was reading a little you, bit about it. If you didn't it. have land with tenants, then. No. And so like her that, brother, two of her brothers worked their way up the ranks in the navy yeah so she wasn't a really rich lady and they were also saying about they were also when i was reading it it was like she didn't really publish anything until later on and they think that's because of the fact that she wouldn't have had when her dad died she wouldn't have had very much money because she wouldn't have been able to inherit anything so her brothers they were very close family and her brothers helped her and her sister out and they set up a like she was in a house a nice house like so she wasn't poor but no, it was no. like a different circle. They'd been in society, but it, was, it wasn't like really high society, which is why a lot of her characters are like, you know, if you look at Pride and Prejudice, it is so, a big family. It's kind of like a running theme, as far as I tell us, that, yeah. that like the families that she's writing about are either respectable but not rich, yeah, wealthy, yeah. Um, or they were... And now they're like in a bit of a Well, if pinch. you look at, yeah, Sense of Sensibility is, and, and usually she won't have brothers in her for the conflict element, right? Like, you, if you, you Pride and Prejudice is sisters, so they know yeah. they're not going to inherit the property, and that is a big thing, and that's why Mrs. Bennett well, is constantly well. trying to, yeah, sisters in persuasion. Mrs. Bennett's constantly trying to get her daughters married off. Yeah. So they'll have, and people were like, if, you, if you're coming at it now, there's a lot, you know, if you're just a 16 year old girl or something reading yeah. it you'll be like why the hell is this stupid like she's come she comes across as stupid and silly and it's not and it's kind of like she's definitely f- a flustery woman mm. but it's because she knows that her daughters won't have anything when the father dies yeah she's so that's her sort of main like priority trying to get them she's trying to sort them out basically yeah and then the father in in that mr bennett is i looks to be like her like a bit more like her her father like yeah, there's definitely yeah. an element of that her father like apparently her mum was a very witty lady and told really yeah, good stories yeah. and her father was like an academic and he 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 was in the clergy i think right okay but he was he always wanted that he wanted the kids to be involved in like he wanted them to know about things yeah, yeah. so you know, you might. You, it's like now you get some families. It's just like you know what you know and whatever. And you get some families where people are like trying to explore, like what, why are you doing this? And like, and that's why her she was a writer, and that's what like because her mum told amazing stories, and yeah, her dad so she, wanted her to do these things. Like you know, that's where she's coming from. So you get if you understand, I think you get more. You, I think the stories are good anyway. Yeah, but I think people who don't care about little slice of life things. It, they might find it more interesting if you know where she's coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, part of it's just and the history, the way and that why. she's writing and stuff. Yeah, like that and like it's, it's of its, it's time. It's like, very like. Yeah, it's like if you read Charles Dickens, people don't like it because it's like late nineteenth century. What 18... Charles Dickens? Well, she's eighteen. She's pre-Victorian. She's Georgian, obviously. Charles Dickens yeah. is Victorian. Is a Victorian author and yeah. stuff, right? So where does that put her? Like eighteen? She's eighteen thirty forty. No, eighteen. She died in eighteen seventeen. Okay. Queen Victoria didn't come on the throne so until late 1837. 18th, late, so she's sort of late 18th century. No, she's early 19th century. You said she died in 1817. She didn't do all okay, the but, okay, in the so, no, 17 years of her life. No, but she was, as an author, she was in, like, her books are all 19th century. 
early 1800s. Like published yeah. then. Because okay. none of her books were published. She didn't write a book and it immediately got published. She wrote lots of things and then they got published later and then... I didn't know that. I thought she was just chilling on it. She only wrote four... She only got four books published in her lifetime. And then Persuasion and Northanger Abbey were pu- posthumously published. Right, okay. And the other ones weren't finished. So she's only written six books. Yeah. Like fully, that were published. Yeah. And only four of those were published in her lifetime. Okay. I'm not sure when Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility were published, but Emma was published in the 1800s, and so was uh, so it was Emma was the last one that she, she wrote when she was alive that, that she but was published when she was alive, and yeah. then Persuasion and Northanger Abbey were published just after she died. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the time frame of the others were. So they might have been late 18th century in terms of life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Later. That's what I was. Right. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the books themselves. No, no. We can no. cut all of this out. It's boring as hell. We're not even talking about Jane Austen. We've got... No, I know. <laughs> we are. But well, I, I was just what. <laughs> what I was. What I was angling for, I think, was like I didn't like it because I didn't get where it was coming from. Yeah. And. And if you don't like that kind of story. And if you don't like that kind of story, or or if you don't know, well, I think that the background of it, the framing of it, makes it a bit more interesting in a yeah. way. Because you do understand a bit more why it's kind of like, like you said, like it's not, you know, a mother being silly and fussy about her daughters and trying to like palm them off. Yeah. There's actually like a lot more to it, which obviously people reading it at the time would understand. Yeah. Um, Same but obviously with... it doesn't make as much sense to someone now, to 18 year old John. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, why? Same with the Mr. Collins thing, right? We're going, we're talking about Brian Prejudice at the moment, but that's the most, yeah. I think that's the most accessible one I think so. to talk about. Well, it's the one that they turned into a or comedy Emma, book you, and film about. You can do Emma zombies. as well. Emma's the same sort of thing. She, Emma and zombies. They no, they didn't yet. do that. But Emma's like a woman who's not, she's younger. She's like 22, I think. So that's like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Emma is like, she's a younger woman and she's kind of like being, gui- she's getting like guidance from an older friend sister no which one's that Emma is the one where she's very rich her dad's um, like a hypochondriac basically yeah yeah. and she sets people up she doesn't want to get married so, right okay and that's, she sets people that's up with um, I thought I thought it was like the other way around but no she's like helping other no she's the one who's helping in big quotes quotation marks <laughs> other people okay and then she ends up getting married but there's a whole thing there's a conversation in that where because there's a contrasting character with Emma is, um, is it Mrs. Bates? I can't remember. I think it's Mrs. Bates. Her, mm. the, a friend who is a poor... She's always portrayed as, like, maybe someone in her 40s, but I don't even think she's that old. She's probably, like, 32 or something. Yeah. And she... I don't know. But she's an old maid. She's a poor old maid because mm. she's uh, not married. She's not got... She didn't have any money, and now she relies on the fam... The, Emma's family basically because yeah. she lives in one of those cottages in the estate right so it's sort of like an arms house sort of situation. sort of um, and there's, that's like the contrasting character with Emma and then her friend actually says she's like oh you don't want to get married she's like no I don't want to get married she's like, but you'll end up like Mrs Bates I can't even remember it's Mrs Bates now I'm getting but she, you'll end up like and he, she's like no I won't end up like an old mate because I'm rich so it doesn't matter like yeah it doesn't affect her. She's independently wealthy. But she still have the issue of when her dad dies. Yeah, where she's got Oh, she's got a brother. So ah. that would be different. He'd probably... He, she'd have money He'd set up her, for basically. her and he would look after her, yeah. I think, is how that would work. I believe she's got a brother. Anyway, doesn't matter. We can fact check this later. We can fact check later. But the point is... There's the things that make they're witty books if you understand. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is because I never I never really understood 
the background to it until I yeah. cared to know about it, yeah. I guess. And I think us talking about all these... Sense Sensibility's a bit more sad, I guess, in tone. Yeah, the tone does change throughout kind of like the course of them, doesn't it? Yeah. I think... And that's that feels more about her and her sister, even though obviously... Like some it's are, about two sisters. Some are like some are genuinely like funnier. Yeah, Emma's funnier. Uh, and others are. A bit I think more Mansfield like... Park's. I don't, haven't read Mansfield Park, and the only I've only watched the cool, sexy adaptation with James Purefoy in it. No, oh, why I wouldn't love. you? And we will. I will make you watch that because I love that adaptation. Is it because and you love the James Purefoy? Crappy ITV version. If you're listening, James Purefoy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam loves you. Um, I loved you in A Knight's Tale and I loved you in Mansfield. Take her away from me, please. And I think you should have been V in V for Because <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to be playing it. Yeah, it's like one scene where he's in the costume and they kept it in, but then they dubbed over it. Oh, we. Yeah, he was, he was, they were acting. They did like half of it and I think they all decided he wasn't right for the part. Yeah. Collect- well, that's the story of it anyway. And then like, they no, got that I'm guy good, in, what's his name? Elrond not Vigo Mortensen Vigo Mortensen it's not him not Ego Rival right? which is a made up person Ego Rival (laughs) you know Ego Rival Eagle Rival or Ego Rival Rival. my made up man your wrestling name Eagle Rival Rival. you can be a heel yeah um I can't remember his name. It's not important. No, it's completely um, unrelated. Uh, so, Mansfield Park, there's like good sexy <laughs> version, and then there's and then there's ITV crap version. Yeah, not where, sexy. Um, I think it's Billy Piper who is, is the girl in it. Yeah, and she instead of having a ball, I don't know if this is in the novel because I've never re- read it. So instead of instead having, of having a, ball, a ball, they have a picnic. Billy and Piper I'm has like, a picnic. No. <laughs> That is like a completely different tone, right? It's, it, to me, it screams, we didn't have enough money to put on a ball for this production. <laughs> so, but who they knows? They could have done I like might... a weird stylized ball, couldn't they? Yeah, I, I might um, have to fact check that as well, because it may be that that actually happens in the book, but I doubt it. She loved a ball. She loved a bloody There are a lot of balls. And that's a huge part of like how people met each other. And, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like... So I learned the other day from reading my, my book of manners... Yeah. Sam, Sam Sam bought me a book of manners <laughs> for her birthday, <laughs> and uh, and in it, in a section about introducing people, is, is it is it Regency or is it Victorian? It's Victorian, isn't it? But it's very. Uh, no, it was originally the first edition was like eighteen seventy. Was like eighteen. So it was pre. It's it is. It's yeah, Regency. Yeah. It's like late late Regency. Yeah. But and this it, this is quite it was quite interesting for me actually because. Having now watched a bunch of yeah, period dramas, period dramas <laughs> set in that time, I, I, there's like it's sort of like oh, it makes sense why they're doing this weird thing. So, well, it was like um, if you're introducing people, I'm always like, oh, why why do they only introduce like one of them? Yeah, but it's because you introduce the person of lower status to the person of higher status. Yeah, and and then there's also other rules that are like you just assume that women are socially superior to anybody. Yeah, so if it was like your mum and the king. Yeah. You, well, you'd introduce the king first you, I guess so <laughs> I think yeah. that's the except they say princes and kings are the yeah exception. so royalty are different but you know if it was like your your superior in some in some way yeah but one of them in this bit it was like at, at a dance and you don't have to basically all the rules go out the window at a dance because you can just say you know you just fill up someone's someone still card. has to introduce you yeah but it doesn't if you ha- want a formal introduction if you want a formal introduction but you can still ask for a dance yeah so but you then could, you have you could have a dance, and then you could then you could have a formal introduction. Yeah, you, you can have a dance, and then the next day someone can just you could, ignore you. you well, yeah, yeah. To, within reason, like politely ignore. Oh yeah, I mean, what happened the day? There's before. always sort of weird rules about you know you can do things as long as it's polite. Yeah, but, but the upshot is like 
you meet people in a much different way and actually I think it's a lot more I suppose it, it was almost all on the, the, the women's side to like reject or accept people's advances and stuff yeah and there's or, pros and cons to it. yeah yeah of course <laughs> but um but yeah it was just like so that's why there's all these balls and stuff which sort of makes sense to me because then I was like why the why am I watching another ball scene but it's actually yeah. because that's how people like well yeah a, a that's how people social... met um but also b I think it's probably really good to write about in that sense because it opens up the doors to people standing around and talking in a much different yeah in a different way that that is like kind of. It's also uh, we have we still haven't got onto persuasion. Well, yet. I, do you know what? I think it probably won't take that long to whip to through whip persuasion through and me to complain about but what I want to complain all about. All I would like to end on is the other thing about the standing around talking is you do. I mean, that's a how you, that's it. how you tell a story. Yeah, but you've got to remember that this is from the woman's perspective, right? So everything, so everything that happens that is the scandalous element. That it never happens to the main character that it will be around it will be something oh, yeah, happened yeah. or it happened in the past as with persuasion right yeah. but which we'll get to all of the <laughs> everything that is actiony yeah. that happens in these books is happening off well, I'm going to say off screen but somewhere else yeah because yeah. because women didn't see that like on in general it was like it's so when there's a scandal in uh Let's just talk about persuasion for a second. We'll get into the plot of it. But there's yeah. a bit where Louisa, one of the characters, yeah. hurts herself quite badly. She like, cracks her head open. She does crack her head open. Um, and we see that because the main character is there. Is present. But then everything else that happens past that. So like she, they, she, the main character Anne tells the the men to go and get a doctor. Yeah. And then off she goes. And then Anne gets taken away back to her... She goes back home. Not not home. She goes back to her sister's house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the next thing we hear is that Louise is okay. She's recovering. And then after that, you don't hear anything about Louisa for ages until you hear she's getting married to one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it happens away from the main character. So yeah. why would we see it? We so wouldn't we see it. And like in a modern book... You would probably... It might cut away, you'd have a bit of exposition yeah. somewhere. Or you would... Or, you know, you're if you're a woman character in 2012, like, yeah. women did do more stuff in general. Yeah, well, so... <laughs> so it's... you'll see more stuff. Like, I think that's part of it, right? Like So there's a there's a thing in, in like... Well, it's, it's not just historical stuff, but this I learned about it through... through Your degree. Through my degree and stuff. I think it's more of, like, a sociological thing, but you talk about, like, spheres... Yeah. So, you know, you've got public and private. Yeah. And then as you move into modern history, then there's the there's like third spaces which are cafes and Yeah. Coffee houses and things so like that. You do private things in public spaces. Like you talk to people privately. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you treat a public space in the same way that you treat a private space. Yeah. But when you're reading through all this stuff, everything that's happening to the main characters when they're women is private. Yeah. It's inside the home. People don't know about it. And if stuff is happening to other people, it's happening in their... Sphere. Sphere, their private sphere. And so, yeah, like you say, why would you know? Yeah. And why would you see it? Because you it's wouldn't not, see it because she's Because you not... just wouldn't. Because it didn't happen out and about. Yeah. Unless it was... Um... I mean, in this instance, actually, Persuasion's a, a better... Um... A better example is the Pride and Prejudice example where yeah, her yeah. sister runs off with Mr Wickham... But we, she never, she doesn't go out and find her and bring her back, which is probably what would happen in a more modern 
or like a more fantastical adaptation of something written yeah. more modern. In There'd be much flow, flowing of skirts as they ran up. Yeah, it'd be like, and then I went and looked for her. Yeah, it, she she doesn't do it. She can't do anything about it. She, yeah, she can't find Mister Wickham because then it increases the scandal, right? Yeah, exactly. A woman then went and found her. No, it has to be done privately to lower the amount of scandal, and and it's the men that go out and find her. Yeah, yeah. right. And then they instead of just being like, get away from him, they. They basically pay him to marry her because this because if it, the, the idea of her being it, it preserves her unmarried, honor and... yeah, is worse than, yeah. The, than the idea of her after this scandal is the, is worse than the idea yeah. of her marrying. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't see a lot of stuff. You hear about things. Yeah, like I I really like it. I I don't mind a stand around talky sort of book. I don't necessarily think they make depending on the story. They don't necessarily make good adaptations. Good example is not a stand around talky, it's more like a thinky, like The Host by Stephanie Mayer. Yeah. The Twilight Lady. Heard of it, never read it. I like We've when got a copy I in read the house, it, I, I read it twice. It's massive <laughs> for a, like a a, a, a YA young novel. Ad, yeah, a young adult novel. But it's and people hate like people hate Stephanie Mayer, so I'm not gonna go into that too much. I'm not I'm not crazy about her. I just read the books when I was at the right age to read them. Yeah. yeah. Um I really liked the host, but they made a terrible adaptation with Saoirse Ronan in it, I believe. Of the host. I think it's Saoirse Ronan that's huh. in the host. I might be wrong about that. But it's no good because it, the core element of it is that there is someone there's a an alien in her head and the person whose body it is can talk to the alien. So it's all internal monologue. <laughs> like, 90% of it is yeah. internal monologue. So having a film adaptation of that, where you've got one person, that you've got two people, and it's both, both Saoirse Ronan's voice talking to each other, over, like overlaying yeah. onto film, is... It's awful. <laughs> it doesn't work, right? But as a book, it works much better. Yeah. It works much better. Should we talk about persuasion? Let's talk about persuasion. So, so run me through persuasion. Persuasion is about a past it woman of twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> who, who seven years prior was persuaded by her friend, family friend, a family friend, um, who was sort of like a mother, a mother figure. figure. So the, her mum died. Mother, mother's dead. Yeah. She was persuaded not to marry a poor uh, naval. Officer Wentworth, yes, Captain Wentworth, not a captain at the time. No, he's now Captain Wentworth. Um, so Anne, Anne Elliot, yeah, is the one who is the main character. I can't remember all of their names. Okay, so it's Anne. I think the the older sister is Elizabeth. Yeah, I've got some of them written down, but so I'll forget. Anne lives with her father, who's like a vain man, basically. Yes. And her older sister. Very concerned with society and, yeah, how and how he's perceived. Exactly. And her sister is the, her older sister is the same, yeah. Elizabeth. Who is also, so none of her and her sister aren't married. Her younger sister Mary is married to Charles. Uh, yeah. Who we'll get to later. So she was persuaded by her neighbour who I can't remember the name of, who is also a family friend, not to marry this soldier. Who is also unmarried, I think. She's a widow. She's Okay, so she's a widow. She's a widow. <clears throat> right. So she's... I missed that. She's wealthy. In both adaptations yeah. that I watched. She's she's wealthy. I knew she was wealthy because she wore funny hats. She wore funny hats. Yeah. Um. So she's persuaded... She was persuaded seven years prior not to marry the guy yes. that she loved. Yeah. Because he was poor, essentially. And she was probably... How old was she? She would have been, like, early 20s. Early 20s. 
Well, so she's um, 28. It was eight years before she was 25. I think she was 20. She's 28. It's eight years, isn't yeah. it? But they haven't seen each other. Um, so she... So, uh, so this is about her after that. So we don't witness it. No. We no. just hear that he will be around mm-hmm. because... And he's now a captain. So he's yeah. risen from the ranks. So her father has squandered all their money. So they're yes. very rich people that have then lost all their money because her father and her older sister have spent it all, basically. The classic rich person problem of being in loads of debt but also not being in prison. Yeah. And the only way they can get out of it is to either sell the house, Kellidge Hall. Yeah, or to rent it. Or to rent it and move to Bath. <laughs> oh no, what a terrible yeah. circumstance to be in. So her, they, after a bit of toing and froing, her father reluctantly agrees to rent this place to a naval officer. Yeah, he's not fond of naval men. Yeah, he thinks, thinks they're, they're ugly. Not, they're not proper society. And they're, yeah, they've risen from the ranks and they're all ugly, basically. Yeah. But he's persuaded, he's also persuaded he's to persuaded, rent his, yeah. his place at this, this house out at Kellidge yeah. Hall um, to a captain. Is he a captain or an admiral? Uh, he's an admiral, he's an admiral I admiral. And the admiral's wife is um, Captain Wentworth's sister. That's it. Yeah. Um, so that's how we are introduced to this story, basically. That's how it comes up that we we find out. She has a little discussion with the friend mm-hmm. about how... I wish I could remember the friend's name. Can you remember the friend's name? No. She has a discussion about the fact that she's, uh, she feels she made the wrong decision seven years ago, eight years ago. Turning down one Turning ra- down this guy because he didn't have any money when actually she really liked him. And now look, everyone t- everyone who knew, which wasn't very many people, yeah. I think it was just her friend, but everyone who was involved in it didn't want her to marry him because he was poor. And she's uh-huh. like, but they, you know, look, he's rich now. So obviously I made, I made a mistake because I loved him. And you're all wrong. So I feel like I've just wasted my life. And now here I am at 28. Overlooked. Yeah. Um, but she sort of just gets on with it. She knows it's, it's kind of like a... They both think the moment's past kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. kind of a bit angry that that happened still. She's angry at herself. Her father and her older sister go to Bath. And they leave her in care in charge of sorting out the house. So it's yeah. all closed up properly. And then she has to go and see her younger sister, Mary, who is basically a hypochondriac, very annoying. She's got two kids that she just doesn't want to be involved with. And she is married to this guy, Charles, who is poor. He's middle class, but he has poor relatives. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so he's like lower class. and he, Lower in the social rankings. And we find out later on that he also proposed to Anne around the same time that she had turned down... Wentworth. Wentworth. Anyway. So that's your sort of set up. She then goes to see Mary and Charles. Charles has two sisters, Louisa and the other one. Yep. Louisa's more important. <laughs> yeah, she cracks her head open. They then, they meet, re-meet after a sort of false setup of her going to meet Captain Wentworth again, which yeah. was going to be at a dinner party. She doesn't go because... Um, Mary's child of Mary's, falls out Mary's of a tree. Son falls out of a tree. Yeah. He really injures himself. Like he in in the in the book, and I think that he's supposed to have a serious a serious he has a injury. Serious and injury. He's, he's actually unwell. Yeah, and um, in the 2022 version, he sort of hurts his arm a little bit. <laughs> he hurts. Yeah, no, he, his arm is in a sling, and he's walking around the following day, yeah. like as if nothing's happened. Um, so she doesn't. So after a little sort of discussion with Mary, Mary still wants to go. She doesn't. She just doesn't understand. Which kind of 
of like Charles is still going to go to this little yeah, yeah. thing. Mary's like, why does he get to go and I have to stay here? And Anne's like, well, you bugger off to this thing, then I won't go. It it's annoying, but it's also kind of a, yeah, a valid exactly. Statement. It's like it's why is he allowed to go? <laughs> um, so basically, you get this understanding that me, that Anne is. Uh, she's sort of overlooked by people. She's overlooked. People kind of like. Things happen around her and to her. Yeah. And she's not really like an active agent in her life yeah. at the beginning. And she... Um, and people just put... They'll, they'll be like, oh, Anne doesn't want to... She doesn't like dancing. And she'll just sit there and be like, yeah, I guess I want yeah. to dance and so I'll there's play a the bit, music. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit when she goes to see... Um, when Charles she goes and Yeah. Oh, and, Charles's f- uh, parents. Yeah. The old, and, the older and, couple and that his, are kind of well off. His sister's... There and yeah. and his mum and they're they're all talking about doing dancing and stuff yeah. like you're saying they're like oh no you don't like dancing do you so you just play why don't you you're much better you know you much prefer I to think, play the piano I think what happens is they're talking is. to Wentworth one of them talk and 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 Anne's there and he's like oh is Anne going to be dancing or something yeah and they're yeah. like oh no Anne doesn't dance she's no. going to play the piano sort of thing and it's like it's all that kind of stuff mm. her her older sister doesn't like they don't. They don't really get on, like, she's into no, like, the same stuff her dad's her, into. Her sisters are... Well, so the older sister... Elizabeth. Completely, like, bulldozes her. Yeah. Um, and the dad just sort of doesn't really get her. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mary is just in her own head, basically. Yeah, she's just very self-absorbed. So it's all about, like, self... Not all... Everyone's horrible, but they're all, like, in their own heads. Yeah, and then there's yeah. Anne, who just does like she, she looks after the kid it, and she just she? gets on with it but she's completely overlooked in the 1995 version which is one of the big reasons it, i like it she basically doesn't have any dialogue in any like, so it's, it's like an hour and a half long maybe yeah and she maybe speaks like five to six lines in the first 45 minutes yeah or she's so. they all speak to her they talk about her they speak to yeah. her you get a really good impression that she is um yeah she's just sort of adrift yeah and other people are just kind of directing her and she just sort of goes along with it yeah they all like her like oh yeah her family don't like her very much but all all of like charles's family really like her yeah, but they don't like really her. know who she is and yeah, they exactly. and no one knows about this thing that she had with yeah obviously and, and you wouldn't have said mentioned it because why would you no you just wouldn't bring it up so yeah so she meets him again that it's like really awkward and he clearly is a bit annoyed and then he sort of it's sort of implied that him and Louisa, who's, I think she's probably like 18, 19 yeah. or something, they're kind of, it, it seems like they're kind of getting on quite they're well. They're sort of like, he's sort of courting her a little bit. Yeah. You slowly find out more, like, from little tweet, like, you, people say stuff, oh yeah, Charles was meant to marry, Charles, we all wanted Charles to marry Anne, but she rejected him. Yeah. And, and so the, the 1995 adaptation of it. Yeah. It doesn't always, it's not, the whole thing isn't shot from, like, the perspective of Anne. No. But. She's always there. She's always there. So there's a bit when they're, they're all out walking. They're all walking. Mary doesn't, they end up near the the poor relatives relatives of Charles. And Mary doesn't want to go in. So some of them, including Anne, Louisa and Captain Wentworth, Wentworth. all stay up. Yeah, so, so she's, like, sitting around with her sickly sister yeah and she overhears Wentworth and Louisa yeah and Louisa talking about her basically yeah um 
which there's a that the same scene in the in the 2022 adaptation. Is but like, she's doing away. It's really weird. And she's doing away yeah. against the tree. Yeah. So yeah. So, so basically, but we'll get all this that. stuff happens. They go to Lyme Regis. They meet a guy who's uh, who was also in the navy, which yeah. is why they they all know like they're all acquainted. Yeah. His wife, whose wife died. His his fiance died. Oh, his fiance died. Sorry. Who I thought was called Phoebe, but then in something else is called something. She's called something else in the new. Oh. But I don't know if I just misheard it, and I've always thought she's called Phoebe. Doesn't matter. She's she's not in the story. She yeah. was dead. She died before he went away. He said to wait until he came back to get married, and she died. And he's like wallowing in misery, reading poetry. Yeah. And she's like, she. They sort of have a they little. Have a and little... him have a little. Captain Bennett. Yeah, they sort of, they bond over over Keats and. Yeah, but she's also like the the, you, you know you can't read too much poetry. You'll get more and more depressed that's <laughs> basically what she says and she's basically yeah. that even though it's different they have a conversation about losing loved ones and yeah yeah even though it's different she's like he's, oh I he's like oh you wouldn't you wouldn't get it yeah and she's, she's like, like i totally oh, do oh, contraire mon ami yeah um and then there's a really f- famous scene where louisa is they're on the lime regis pier yeah the seawall and yeah, it's a yeah, it's a sea wall, isn't it? I just don't know why I called it. No, it's a pier, but it's, it's not. Harbor, yeah, harbor it's like a harbour wall, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> she she's like asking him. She's like jumping off these steps. She's sort of flirting. And she's getting higher and she's higher. Getting a bit kind of flirty with Gwen. Yeah, and she's getting him to catch her. Yeah, she and does then, it once, and she's he's like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, and then she jumps up really, really. She jumps from a really high place, and she's like, "I'm determined." And then. He's like, I'm not going to catch you. It's too for, high. For reference, he's jumping off a ledge that's about seven feet tall. Yeah, and she obviously then he's quite. He's actually quite far away from her, and she's like, "If you don't catch me, uh, you're bastard." Yeah, and then she falls and smacks, smacks her, her head, <laughs> and Anne's like, "Oh, quick, someone get a doctor!" And then yeah. Wentworth's going to go, and she's like, "No, send Bennett or Bennick. I think I always think it's Bennick as well. I think it's Bennett. Anyway, send him. He knows the area. Yeah. So he goes off." She then goes back. Um, she has. She gets given the job basically of going back home uh, to Louisa's house and yeah. telling everyone that <laughs> Louisa might be again dying. because because she's just the person that people get to do. Yeah, stuff. and then it, later, then she goes to Bath. Like Louisa's fine. She then moves to Bath to be with her family. Yeah. She goes and sees her old school friend over going to see this rich lady, which really pisses off her, who they're meant to be related to, and I can't remember her name. It's she's not Lady a... Catherine de Bourgh. It's something else. She's a baronet or something? Yeah, and she's a distant relative of the Elliot family. Yeah, so Anne's family. We also get introduced to her cousin in Lyme Regis. Yeah. But he gets formally introduced in Bath. Mm -hmm. And he sort of seems to like Anne. Yeah. Um, Her friend wants her to kind of marry him. And then she goes to see her... He's a handsome, you know... rich dude. Dashing rich man. And then she goes to see her other friend who is a an old school friend who's also poor she's a widow but she's got no money she's ill she's got a nurse rook who's her who looks after yeah, her but yeah. also gives her loads of gossip she's a gossip lady and later it's on great. we find out that mr elliot the cousin is actually really poor he's after um he's trying to stop he's trying to stop her sister's friend mrs clay yeah from marrying her dad so that she gets all the, his inheritance basically. because because he he was the only male he's, he's, the, the, he's the closest male, male relative, yeah, relative and so he stands to inherit yeah. the house so and everything if, else so if Mrs Clay married and had a, a 
male heir, then the male heir would get all the money, basically. So he's trying to stop this from happening. But he also... I think he actually has a a fling with Mrs. Clay. I I should have introduced Mrs. Clay before. It's implied. Yeah. There's like an implied sort of flirtation. Which is Anne's sister's friend. Yeah. Who goes with them to Bath instead of Anne. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, she ends up... There's a... There's all this tension between her and, and Captain Wentworth. Yeah. And she then finds out that he's... She thinks that he's marrying Louisa because she's told that she's Louisa's marrying a sailor. And it turns out she's marrying Bennett. And then he... Captain Wentworth leaves her this letter saying, you've got to tell me whether you still love me or not. Yeah, because yeah. I can't handle this anymore. And then they, they you know... Basically, they it both... It gets resolved. They're, they're obviously both really hung up on each other. Yeah. Cause... It's really difficult. It's a, as Again, it's a stand-around talking thing, so it's yeah, really difficult to explain the tension lot, that's There's involved. a lot that happens, but basically, because they're standing around talking and they're in these very rigid social circles... Yeah. They, they can't, can't... They can't just explain. talk about it. Yeah. Because, A, people don't know... Yeah. ...that they are... People don't like... Like, some of the people don't know they've been introduced... Yeah. ...that they know each other... People don't know that he had proposed. So people would be like, why are you being so weird? Yeah, they can't be on their... They would ne- they're never on their they own. They can't be on their own so they can't talk about it. So they it. can't talk about it. So there's all this stuff that, like, because of society and the way things are yeah, done, the, the they can't have this conversation. So they don't really... like. There's, and there's clearly an anger at the beginning by him that yeah, she he, turned him down. He doesn't know He's why... He's still annoyed about it. ...why he was turned down. Um, well, he thinks she just didn't want to marry him because well, yeah, that's it. But there was more to it than that. And yeah. Um, obviously that is a part of it but it's kind of not it's yeah, because yeah. she was told it was the wrong thing to do and I, I think we've explained it really really badly but <laughs> probably but but I think the whole the whole point is that when we when we watched the 1995 version yeah I I understood like the social things that were going on without like, any voiceover without any no voiceover ex- no yeah. weird... there was a bit of exposition as there should be in things yeah but but it's not like excessive and <clears throat> but it it but feels it, natural doesn't yeah. it yeah but it it does really show you like the kind of restrictions that are on them yeah and, and she gets more and more confident in herself like the bit at the end where she goes to see her friend yeah like, she, she, she turns poor friend down and her nurse instead of going to see this oh lady wimple or something something, something like, like that. that isn't it they, she turns down going to see this lady again. She sees her once with her family, and then she turns it down. And and like at the beginning, she would have just taken. She would have gone with her family. Yeah. And it's yeah. sort of like you see her take a stand on things. And She's like, like oh, I've this got is a prior engagement. This person yeah. should understand. And that and that's like through like the confidence of her like realizing. Like, but she doesn't have she to doesn't just have be, to do. She doesn't this. have to be swayed by people. Yeah, and it's little. Else. It's it's very little changes. Like she's still. Yeah, she's not yeah. doesn't become this wild child. Like oh no, I'm gonna wear no. just my knickers out or whatever. no but she's just like no i don't have to do this yeah you know she can still behave within the constructs within within the constructs that she lives in but she doesn't have to just do what other people want all the time and she can dance instead of playing the piano and the 1995 one i think really shows that progression and it's not major but it is noticeable you get more lines she dresses like she the check she becomes more like youthful in the way she dresses like um, she dresses a bit like a sort of dowager widow yeah and you can see like they put a bit more like blush on her cheeks yeah, and yeah. so you know it's like very minimal but it's changes. sort of like it's sort of like she's coming back to life again. yeah she and it's feels because like she's you know she's better. she's instead of being persuaded away from yeah. doing what she wants she does what she wants 
Yeah. Um, Which is marrying. And it's and I think it's as much as the def it's definitely date a bit dated the nineteen ninety five one. I think it's a BBC film. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely like you know that I like I like I like it when there's silence when people talk. To an, to an extent in films I think now we get a lot of music all the time yeah and I think that it you're not a fan are you I'm not a fan of it I like music in I think it should be there yeah but I think it should accentuate certain things and not just be constant but the but same goes for the also, opposite sometimes there's not enough sometimes, music yeah but it's like in in a lot of period dramas especially yeah it's noticeable it's like you have music to tell you how to feel yeah. about things. So he'll be having an awkward discussion and it'll be like, you know, tense violin feel? But actually, music. just showing two people being super awkward yeah. and having really long pauses in their talking, it's just so much, it's like you can just kind of feel the yeah, the you want you want like the swell of music when they finally kiss and stuff yeah, like when that. when they Not run to each when other When they're just or... having a chat. Like, yeah. So I think the, I think know, the 1995 version has it, its it, flaws. It, yeah, obviously, and it, it has its limitations. But it also feels budget. it also feels like a good and quite and an accurate telling of a story that yeah. was a story told in a particular way because it was told in a particular time, and the adaptation doesn't try and change any of that. Yeah, I th- I think it does, a good, and the stuff it probably has changed. It doesn't feel out of place. It's probably for the better kind of thing. Yeah, to make well, there are obviously accessible. adaptations to make it better for. a better for screen yeah. or whatever but um yeah. so and then you get to the 2022 adaptation but which... yeah so first off it's a it's a, it's a netflix production <laughs> yes um, and they're clearly trying to be like bridgerton and for the record i enjoy bridgerton so bridgerton <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know like we we're saying it's, it's like, trash it's sort of like an alt history pulpy it, it's a it's like mills and boone it's a mills and boone set in sort of alt regency history yeah it is not it was, a classical no. period accurate thing. It was thing. produced by the same people who did Grey's Anatomy. So if you've ever seen Grey's Anatomy, then yeah. you've got an idea of the kind of production It's it like, is. so you've got, people really like Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> I like Downton Abbey. I, I, I got really into Downton Abbey to a point, and then it got really, really stupid. But it was always really, really stupid. Yeah. It's, it's a, Downton Abbey is like Coronation Street. It's a soap set in a... Set in the 20s. Or, yeah. And then it goes through time a little bit, right? It's not... It's not what I want. It doesn't satisfy my... Period drama needs. Period drama needs. No, but it's yeah. not bad for It's not it. quiet and, and like, tense in, a, in that way. And it, but, it's, but it's in between Persuasion and the and, 1995 yeah. adaptation of Persuasion and Bridgerton, right? It's the in-between. And then you've got Bridgerton, which is, like, complete fantasy. Yeah. It's like overly sexy sometimes, and then there's yeah. just then they forget it's meant to be sexy, and then put a nipple in at the end just oh, to yeah, that's weird, wasn't it? Just I to be like, see that. boobs. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's kind of entertaining. You know, it's trash. You know what you're getting into. You, it's you, stupid. You go into it with that expectation. Yeah. What? But it fulfills that light-hearted yeah. sort now, of thing. The, the 2022 the, the persuasion, persuasion. 2022 Netflix persuasion. It opens with voiceover. Yeah. Voiceover narration. Explaining that she, with a little clip of her sitting on a cliff edge with uh, Captain Wentworth, who's not Captain Wentworth at the Wentworth time. Wentworth as was, yeah. And her going, we, I used to be in love, or something like that. Yeah. And and it's just... But <laughs> the, the, the most jarring thing initially was that, I mean, apart from the fact that she's doing a voiceover, and she's... 
It's constant. It's, the voice. It's over. constant. It's all the time. It's non-stop. And she talks. She breaks the fourth wall. Like like everyone's comparing it to like bad Fleabag, basically. Yeah, I mean, so I got. Yeah, and Fleabag's it's, it's, great. It's somewhere between Fleabag and Bridgerton. Yeah. But but like we were saying, in the book and also in the nineteen ninety five version, Anne doesn't really have much to do with her own life to begin with. Yeah. And in the twenty twenty two Netflix persuasion, she's. Like, She's just a total bitch the whole way yeah. through. It's uh, that's the most she's, jarring she's really, thing about she's it. She's snarky to people. She's yeah. mean, and it's like her, she's, she goes. Her sister and her dad are supposed to be quite unpleasant to her. Yeah, and she's just exactly the same. And yeah. she's mean to them, and they're like fighting, but in a way that they're like, I also don't care what it's you like have quippy. to say. Yeah, quippy dialogue. So in my, in my little notes, I've just said uh, lots of telling, not a lot of showing. Quippy dialogue, not true to original. But, like, yeah, she just sort of, like, she's snarky, she's confident, which yeah. she's not supposed to be she doesn't really. come across as or someone who... Or she's not, who... not confident in the way that she is in, in this adaptation. But she doesn't come across as someone who would have been persuaded not to marry somebody. Yeah, she would have told them to, like, fuck off, yeah. basically. Sorry, and she, but... she would have done, and she... Um, she That's goes the impression to that, that you get. She goes to the second meal. Like, she doesn't go to... The, big, the stupidest thing is when the kid... Fall, like hurts himself and they're like oh no like that's quite a big thing in the in the book and in the 1995 adaptation is she's going to go to this thing and she's first yeah. she's going to see Captain Wentworth and then she doesn't see him she sees him next day at breakfast where she's all like not looking great and stuff because she's looked after this kid yes. and the kid is really badly hurt in this adaptation like we mentioned previously <laughs> he fell out of a tree and then he, in the, he the following even, day they don't even say he fell out of a tree he just it's just oh, like yeah. he fell over or something and I, think, I thought they said he fell out of maybe a tree maybe they did but he's just got his arm in a sling and she's like mucking around with this little kid at breakfast like trying to make him yeah, laugh and, and stuff yeah and it's like she did and he, but even when they're looking after him he's sort of talking a little bit and like it doesn't feel no. as urgent. And when they when they say, oh, he's hurt himself, it's not like, oh my God! Like in the 1995 one, every time yeah. someone gets hurt, when Louisa gets hurt, she tells them, the people back home, and they're like, oh my God, what's happened? Yeah, he's going to die, you know? what's wrong? And that's the same with when... And, yeah. and there's none of that urgency about it. And there's like a, there's a dinner party sort of thing. And she's just talking to Wentworth the whole time. Yeah, and she tells... And instead of them finding out Instead of us finding out through that conversation at the top of the hill yeah. with Louisa that Anne was also proposed to by Charles, mm-hmm. she just, they're talking at the dinner party and she just, over some wine, <laughs> blurts she out. She drinks a lot in this yeah. film as well. And like, she she's blurts, like, she's just like, oh, pissed. Charles wanted to marry me first. And it's like, you just, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. It, it is so unlike her personality. And like, if, if you haven't seen all the other, if you haven't seen the other adaptations or have any, or haven't read the book or yeah, anything, yeah. you would not assume that this person was like someone who'd been pushed down and someone yeah, who'd been told yeah. to do things and was just like, just putting her head down and dealing with all these yeah, people exactly. that are assholes. She's, she, there's no transformation of character because she's always a bitch. Like she's, <laughs> she's always She's nasty. always a headstrong, quite unpleasant person. And, there's, and they're also... They're, they're all... Her and Wentworth are alone on numerous occasions. Yeah, well, can I also just add, there's a yeah. bit where they're alone and there's a piano in the room. Yeah. And she, they're talking about her playing the piano and she's like, oh, I'll play Fur Elise. Yeah. She doesn't play. No, it's not. Then they put. It's not that. It's not furry. It's so stupid. It's that bothered me a lot more than it should have done. No, it is annoying. Inaccurate. Everything else is, but it's just like there's just no attention to detail. 
And also costume. So no, let me cost- just get back to my point. They're alone so many times yeah. that the whole and they and they're so talkative. There's no tension. There's no why. Like all you're thinking of the whole time is why isn't uh, why aren't they just talking about it? Like why don't they just talk about the fact that she got persuaded like seven years ago not to marry him yeah. and they still love each other. There's literally nothing stopping them from doing that because. There's no social, like, structure. They're not adhering to these structures. They're alone all the time anyway. Like, yeah. And it just, it feels so... It's not the fact that it's not book accurate as much as it's the fact that it, there's... What is the... What is the What's stopping the point? them? What's the point? What's stopping them from talking about it? That That's yeah. the whole point of... Like, the whole tension, the whole thing you're reading is it for... Is that they can't is, talk like, to each please, other and say that they both just like each yeah, other Yeah, you, you... Obviously, there's part of you that's like, she's going to get with him because it's a Jane Austen yeah, novel. Yeah. But it's... How do they get there? Because there's there's no way they can communicate. In The the way they get together in the end of the book is he writes her a letter because yeah. he can't... They're in a room full of people and he, like, leaves a letter on a ta- on the table and He's sort of gestures floor, it to her. Oh, he pretends to pick something up. Yeah. And he, makes it quite obvious that he has left her a note. Yeah. And it's sort of like, that's the only way they can actually discuss it because of all this societal pressure. Yeah. And in the 2022 one, you can't get that from anything that goes on. You don't, you don't perceive that because they're, she's talking all the time. She's breaking the fourth wall. So there's no tension in that way. You can't, there's no nuance in how she's feeling. And then the costumes come along, and go on. She's wearing stuff at the wrong, like that's cut wrong. She's wearing like stupid like Baker Boy hats, and and it's not enough. Like going back to Bridgerton, Bridgerton's costumes are all over the place. They are not accurate. Yeah, but it's also not the point. <laughs> and and they are very. And there's nothing wrong with costumes being stylized. Yeah, like in Bridgerton, the 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 family that is. Uh, sort of silly and trying to be something they're not the social climbers yeah they wear these outlandish like bright coloured floral like things crazy massive the dresses and stuff the mum's dress is cut more like a so like Georgian dress was very much high like a uh, bust line no, yeah, what's yeah. it called it's got a name I can't remember well, but it's like below the bust is where it Grecian and it went down yeah it's kind of Grecian Gre- Grecian style. classical style um, dress and obviously that changes throughout the Georgian and Regency yeah. era. Like, before that, it would have been more like Marie Antoinette kind of, a little Luffy. bit lower. Yeah, but it, so you obviously you get different age ranges wearing different styles of clothing. Yeah, yeah. But in Bridgerton, it's, it's not accurate at all. There's like elements of it that, that are clearly Georgian-inspired, but the colours yeah. are like so... Like you would have had much it would have been more natural colours because of dyes and stuff and all yeah. these colours like bright neon colours and all this stuff but it works because it's consistent with the characters like there's a reason certain and characters wear certain things and it's not yeah it's not meant to be period yeah. accurate and I don't have a problem with there's a uh, I think it's 2005 Pride and Prejudice uh, film with Kira Knightley in it and yeah. it's pretty accurate but they've set it in a slightly different era mm. and it's like you could go around and, and there's the same there's a uh, I think it's 40s. I don't know. It might not be 40s. But there's a one with Laurence Olivier and Greer Garson in it. And they wear Victor- clearly very Victorian, like big skirts, yeah. hoop skirts. Right. Not right for the period at all. But it doesn't matter because it's consistent. Yeah, yeah. And 
and it makes sense. <laughs> like, like in the Bridgerton thing, they're wearing stuff that is all over the place, but it makes sense for the characters and the how they wear things. One of the sisters wears stuff with high necks because she's like more introvert and she's booky. Mm. Like it, 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 it's consistently makes sense. In this, everyone wears pretty much Georgian costumes apart from Anne, who wears like dresses with like a shirt over the top yeah. and like all this stuff and it's like what is it meant to be she's not a modern woman you know you can even look at not i have issues with the knight's tale with the woman the main um the love interest in that the costume yeah, she wears yeah. i'm not particularly fond of but she's meant to be like this rich modern lady so it's like she's wearing different stuff to everybody else like it still makes sense yeah in, she does what she wants narrative. and she doesn't care whereas it doesn't make any sense that Anne would be wearing these clothes. Like, it, yeah, exactly. it just doesn't. So the costumes were annoying as well. <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah, the tone was a bit weird. They have, like, weird jokes and stuff. That It's yeah. like... And then they, they talk in kind of, like... It's... it's Regency sort of style language sometimes. Regency sometimes. Well, no, but sometimes, it's, sometimes they, they have dialogue that's exactly the same as you get in the 1995 Some one. of it's taken straight then, out of the book. And then some of it is just, like, super... They say things like... 2022. Uh, in they say people X's. in Bath. A ten in Bath is, like, a five in London, they say. Yeah, they say that. There's a lot of, like, you know, like, Instagram meme stuff about, yeah. you know, being an empath or an eye. Yeah, they know, say stuff like that. Like Myers-Briggs personality type stuff. They, yeah. They... They use that sort of chat all the time. Yeah. They change the quotes from the book. There's a bit in it where she says... She basically says we're worse than strangers because they're not together anymore. Yeah. But in this she says we're worse than strangers, we're exes. I'm, I'm going to get the quote up and then I'll say yeah. it properly. If I can get the quote up. And it's just so weird. It's jarring, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. the whole thing is jarring. And it's too try-hardy. But yeah, it's like it's trying really hard not to... Not to be, uh, you know... It's trying um, to be, like, all cool and modern yeah, for the kids. not an old-fashioned period drama. Yeah. But it is. And you can't get away from the fact that it is, because it's a story written and set in... They would have been better like, off... Like, the turn of that century. In terms of, like, language, they would have been better off just setting it in modern day. Either, either completely change it and make it an interesting take, even if it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's original and novel. But what we've ended up with is something that's shot in a style of something that was original and novel, like Fleabag. Yeah. But because they're like, why don't we do Fleabag, but as a adaptation of a period drama? And, and what you end up with is this weird mishmash that comes across, like, like you said, it comes across a little bit like um, Bridgerton. Yeah. Which is hammy and trash, and it knows that it is, and it doesn't care. Yeah. And that's the point, and it's good as a result of that. Like, you don't have to like it, but you... But at least it doesn't pretend to be something that it's not. Whereas this is kind of like trying to be that, but also pretending that it's a yeah. And by and by enabling nice by mod- modernizing it or attempting to modernize it and changing the way characters interact, mm. it ruins the whole reason. It, that exactly, things... it gets rid of that kind of like you say, it gets rid of the tension completely, um, and it changes what the story's about. Yeah. Well, it sort of almost makes the whole story completely pointless. And like at the end of it, you're like, well, why did it take an hour and a half? Yeah, for them to just say, to yeah, to we do point. still love each other. Now they were strangers, worse than strangers, for they could never become acquainted. And she says, now we're worse than strangers, we're exes. That's what she says. Yeah. And it's like, 
yeah, technically that's what she's saying, but it just completely ruins. Yeah, but it's all like yeah. I mean, and it all comes back round to stupid manners book that I've got, which is they can't yeah. be acquainted because they don't want to be introduced to each other they because they already yeah. know each other they already know each other <laughs> and they don't want to go there yeah but it's yeah it's it's annoying yeah I know this has been really ra- this has been a big ramble on it's my it's been part. a very rambly I think the main problem with it is is that she is not apart from obviously the social constructs are broken yeah. so it ruins the plot but she is not this is not the right book to make into no. this sort of adaptation there are, there are probably better books they could have chosen because she's not the quippy. This is like this is this is Jane Austen looking back over like her life and like yeah. That's what that's the impression you get. It, that's what it feels like, right? It's it's sort of pensive and yeah. reflecty. Yeah, it's reflecty, John. It's reflecty. It's not Emma. It's not fun. Like she's setting people up and she's so quippy and fun. Like, yeah, and to have this character sort of completely ruined. <laughs> Because they they've basically gone. We need a modern adaptation of yeah. something, and, and people haven't done persuasion for we can't a while. Have a, we can't have a browbeaten female protagonist. No, she's such a good protagonist. She's yeah, so... she's really good. I, I it was I I enjoyed it. The night ninety five. Yeah. So much more than I was expecting to. Yeah. Um, it not you know and yeah it's got its shortcomings and it's dated in its way. But it tells the story really well, and you do get kind of drawn into the drama of this, you know, and and the pain that these two people have because they're trapped in this yeah very rigid and structure. As we said, earlier, and as soon as you lose any of that, yeah, you can't. The plot can't. It's happen. not. You can't have that tension. You get what you get is a weird kind of like like it feels a kind of like more a kind like of teenagers yeah, like, like being like, like oh I can't talk to him anymore yeah like, like a kind of weird. like a sort of will they won't they yeah. I don't know. Two people who used to be together but still want to be together but can't be together because they don't want to be together. Because they don't want to talk about it. They but they do want to be it. together but they don't want to yeah, talk about and it. It's like... Even though they're alone all the time and they can talk about it. Like Yeah. And the, and like a big part of the novel is clearly they want to talk about it. Yeah. Like the way that it comes across in the, the, the more... in the 2022 version is that kind of manufactured soap yeah drama where it's like well they could just talk about it yeah they could just say but they're not going to because this needs to run for another season or whatever or another hour and a half yeah yeah it's it it is just there is nothing wrong with having fourth wall breaks in things or having modern adaptations of things and I think if if it was really good but the costumes were wrong or something I wouldn't well yeah you care. can overlook it can't you but it's things like that and then it's just everything adds up and you just go who is this woman like this isn't the character of the of this book also so Dakota Johnson plays Anne in yeah. there and ev- I think everyone is fine with what they've been no one's terrible no but the no. guy who plays Captain Wentworth does not crack a smile the whole way through yeah and he does I, this weird pouty lip thing. I wrote down in my notes, Wentworth looks like he's got botulism until the last second. Yeah, and it's like, you kind of go like, why would you... Not not that like smiling equals good character, but it's like, there's bits where they have little moments in the book where he's like, they're sort of like rekindling that. Yeah, um, they have a nice but, little chat you know, and stuff. Obviously with other people around, but there's clearly going to be emotion there it's like he's trying to pull a sexy face the whole time yeah and he, I've seen him in other, I think I've seen him in other things I can't think what it is and I think he's pretty I think they're all pretty good actors yeah they like, are I, I think I don't think I've seen uh, Dakota Johnson in anything apart from 
Fifty Shades, 50 Shades of Grey. And then I realised she was in that beastly thing we were watching the other day. Yeah. And she's like 17 in that or something. But so. she's not a bad actress. But she's, no, they're all fine. And I think the woman who plays Mary is probably the best one oh, yeah. of the bunch. But what they've been given to work with is just it's not great, so is it? shit. Like, it's just really bad. And it's just high budget because it's Netflix. Yeah. And it will get a lot of views because it's on Netflix and because it's a... Uh, I think it's got a lot of views because pe- because people have been saying it's so bad. Yeah, right? it's going to get a lot of hate watch. But then I, what my, my concern is that that's not going to... The reason why people are watching it is going to get lost. Yeah, and they'll just make more They'll of make more terrible period dramas. Um, I want more super serious. Yeah. Like, I want real nerds, real Jane Austen nerds to get the Netflix money to make. To make a to good To make Jane a good Austen adaptation, movie. yeah. There's been so many good ones. Well, yeah, that's And obviously, it. it's funny because she only has six fully formed novels like six yeah. that she completed so and the ones that usually get adapted are Sense Sensibility Pride and, and mainly Pride and Prejudice and Emma and then Sense Sensibility's had a couple yeah I think Mansfield Park has it's, like, it's had a few yeah but I don't like Man- as a I don't mind it but it's not nothing really happens in Mansfield Park mm. like same with Northanger Abbey it's well, no not the same with Northanger Abbey Northanger Abbey seems like young girl having crazy imaginative that's what it's about like she's got a big wild imagination she yeah. makes up all this stuff in her head basically um, and then it sort of almost ruins her relationship with a guy right because she thinks he's murdered his wife or something and it's more it feels more gothic-y yeah um, which I don't mind like I like a gothic I like a Jane Eyre you know I like things like that but I think it's not very to me it doesn't feel very Jane Austen no no. It doesn't. It doesn't play to her strengths, I think, as much. But it's also an earlier novel, so let's stop talking about this now. <laughs> I think we've rambled enough. Basically, the upshot is: if you're going to watch an adaptation of Persuasion, watch any one you like, as long as it's not the 2022 Netflix. Yeah, version. I think people like just to close as well. I think the reason people like the 2007 one more is obviously it's more, it's slightly more recent. Yeah, but um, it's less quiet. Like it's, I think it's less slow. Even though the 1995 one's like an hour and 40 yeah. minutes. Like, it is slow. It's not slow in a bad way. It just takes its time with things. And the 2007 one definitely is a lot faster when things happen. Yeah. And then the 2022 one, you know, you might as well just blink and it's gone. Like Yeah, who knows what's going on in that one. Um, which is good, actually, because if it had been really, really long, I think I would have killed myself. So It was still quite long. We'd be both at various points were just like sat there sort of scrolling on I was our doing something else and yeah. doing other things trying to play chess yeah so Whatever. anyway we're sorry this we're, is this is sorry. not going to appeal to very many people but uh, no not many people don't know. <laughs> listen it's a bit of well yeah exactly so 50% of our audience will love this podcast and that's yeah. me yeah <laughs> the other 50% will be editing it yeah <laughs> I edit it too no I know um we're sorry sorry bye bye <laughs>